This is the Scoop for Thursday. Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Yesterday, the Florida Supreme Court heard arguments in a challenge to a 2021 law that enhanced penalties and created new crimes during protests that turned violent. WMNF's Chris Young reports. Groups including the Dream Defenders in the NAACP argue that the law was enacted seemingly in response to the 2020 Black Lives Matter protests. The parties agree that the court should read HB1 not to criminalize the mere act of attending a protest where others behave violently. But according to today's trial, they have very different views on how that should happen. Nicholas J.P. Maros represents Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, they're, they're understandably concerned that their members might be at a protest that either, um, either is violent or becomes violent, but they're not participating in that violence. And they're worried that they can be swept under that, which is understandable. But the willfully participating aspect does a lot of that work. It shows not only do they have to be joining in the protests, but they have to know that there's violence in the protests, and they have to be willfully and intentionally joining in that violence. But the groups challenging the state over the law argue that it violates the First and Fourteenth Amendments. The ACLU argues that the law targets black protesters and their allies who demand racial justice and has already slowed protest activity among black organizers in Florida. James Tice represents the plaintiffs. Try to provide context exactly for why we're here in the first place. This was, this was um, a you know good faith concern on the part of our clients. I think my friend on the other side said it was understandable for my clients to have these concerns. The case is still open. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. The Florida Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments next month about a proposed constitutional amendment that would allow recreational use of marijuana. Regan McCarthy has more. The state Supreme Court reviews ballot initiatives to make sure they aren't confusing to voters and that they address only one subject. The Smart and Safe Florida Committee, which is backed by Trulieve, the state's largest medical marijuana operator, is behind the proposed amendment. The group has submitted enough valid petition signatures to get on the 2024 ballot. The proposed ballot summary, in part, says the measure would allow adults 21 years or older to possess, purchase, or use marijuana products and marijuana accessories for non-medical consumption. For WFSU News, I'm Regan McCarthy. A pro-Trump activist in the villages is facing felony charges alleging that he forged his father's signature on a vote-by-mail ballot after his father's death in October 2020. WMFE's Joe Burns has the details. Robert Rivenider Jr. came to Wildwood on a COVID-19-related compassionate release from federal prison in May 2020 after serving time for conspiracy and voter fraud. He's still under federal supervision. In August, the Sumter County Elections Office reported that his father's ballot had been postmarked four days after his death and had a signature that matched not his own, but his son's signature. The 58-year-old was arrested Friday on a warrant for forgery and voter fraud. Efforts to reach Rivenider were unsuccessful, but in speaking to the Orlando Sentinel, he denied wrongdoing, saying the charges were politically motivated. State prosecutors also found that he voted in 2022 despite felony convictions and millions of dollars in unpaid restitution, but they opted not to charge him for that because they couldn't prove he meant to vote illegally. In Ocala, I'm Joe Burns. After a record-smashing hot summer, Earth's warming somehow got even worse in September. The European Climate Agency says temperatures last month set a new mark for how far above normal they hit. The month's average temperature was 1.7 degrees Fahrenheit above its average from 1991 to 2020. 
That's the warmest margin above average for a month that, in 83 years of records, kept by the European Space Agency's Copernicus Climate Change Service. Copernicus officials say 2023 is now on track for the hottest year on record, about 2.5 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than pre-industrial times. Climate scientist Zeke Housefather said on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, This month was, in my professional opinion as a climate scientist, absolutely gobsmackingly bananas, unquote. National unemployment numbers for September will be released tomorrow. Florida has been one of the brightest spots for job growth, despite higher interest rates designed to slow the economy. WLRN senior economics editor Tom Hudson reports. Jeff Lazama hopes his company is one of those adding jobs this month. He's president at CMS International Group in Miami. The company installs windows and doors for office buildings, condominiums, and hotels. We're looking for another half a dozen more uh, folks for the projects. We have about three or four projects that are going on simultaneously, so we would need the, the workforce for it. The U.S. job market has been incredibly resilient, adding hundreds of thousands of jobs each month, driving down the unemployment rate to historic lows. It's made it tough for some companies to find workers. Very difficult. There is a very thin list of um, qualified folks out there. Hiring has been hot, even though the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates for more than a year and a half. That's made real estate more expensive, and that makes Lazama a little worried about next year. Entering the fourth quarter, we find, but I'm very concerned about what the first quarter of next year is going to look like. The positions Lazama's company has created won't be included in the jobs report released this week. That data captures hiring in September. Conchi Fernandez's company added one job last month. It's hard to find the people who can be flexible enough to take a job without health insurance. We were able to, but it took us a long time to get through interviews and find the right candidates for our framework. Fernandez owns CF Creative. It's a small business incubator and advisory firm. Like most companies in Florida, it's a small business with fewer than 10 employees. It's based in Boca Raton, but her newest employee lives in Jacksonville. We only got about three resumes from Miami. I got a couple from Tampa, Clearwater, and then this person in Jacksonville, and she was a great fit. But it's telling of of what the local market is. What she's referring to is that some areas of Florida have the highest inflation rates in the nation. And she worries it's driving some workers out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tom Hudson in Miami. For the weather, it is feeling slightly cool and clear in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the lower 90s, overnight lows around 70, a mostly cloudy week ahead. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.